Welcome to One Mom, One Girl, Together We Rise, a podcast by me and parent coach Angie, dedicated to empowered parents who are empowering daughters. Thank you for joining me for episode number three. On my top five weekly that I share on my blog, I shared my top five TED Talks for inspiring moms and empowering girls. Today, we're going to continue that discussion, and you can find my blog at parentcoachangie.com. You can also find the links to these TED Talks on my website, or of course, you can Google the titles of each of the talks. And again, like last, the last podcast, I want to start off by just reading the titles of the talks first. And just hearing those titles is pretty powerful, and hopefully you'll get a chance to watch all five of them. My first favorite is Teach Girls Bravery, Not Perfection, with Reshma Saujan. The second one, the one we'll be looking at today, is To Raise Brave Girls, Encourage Adventure, with Caroline Paul. The third one is by Chimimanda Ngozi Adichie, and it's called The Danger of a Single Story. And the next one is The Fringe Benefits of Failure with J.K. Rowling. And my last favorite is Grit, The Power of Passion and Perseverance with Angela Lee Duckworth. So my, favorite, my second favorite podcast for empowering daughters was Caroline Paul's, the one that's called To Raise Brave Girls, Encourage Adventure. And here's a direct excerpt from Paul's TED Talk. And I'll just read that to you. We adults act as if girls are more fragile and more in need of help, and they can't handle as much. This is the message that we absorb as kids, and this is the message that fully permeates as we grow up. We women believe it, men believe it, and guess what? As we become parents, we pass it on to our children, and so it goes. We are raising our girls to be timid, even helpless. And it begins when we caution them against physical risk. The fear we learn and the experiences we don't stay with us as we become women and morphs into all those things that we face and try to shed. Our hesitation in speaking out, our deference so that we can be liked, and our lack of confidence in our own decisions. In her talk, Caroline shared her story of trying to break a Guinness Book of World Records for crawling when she was a kid. And in her story, she talks about three things that she was accomplishing while going for that record, even though, spoiler alert, she actually didn't break the Guinness Book of World Records for the furthest distance crawled when she was a kid. So her story helps us to understand bravery when it seemingly seems to be about failure. And Paul, in trying to go for that Guinness Book of World Records, was one, she was getting out of her comfort zone. And two, she was calling upon her own resilience. And three, she was finding confidence in herself and in her own decisions. Those are attributes of bravery, not of failure. So how do we become brave? Well, as Caroline stated, there's good news. Bravery is learned. And like anything that's learned, it just needs to be practiced. So first, you have to take a deep breath and encourage your girls to skateboard, climb trees, run around the playground, and they call it risky play. And studies show that risky play is important for kids, all kids, boys and girls, because it teaches hazard assessment. It teaches delayed gratification, 
And as Caroline Paul continued, it teaches resilience and confidence. In other words, when kids go outside and practice bravery, they learn valuable life lessons and skills. But interestingly, the fact that Caroline Paul included skateboarding in her examples of activities that encourage bravery hit home for me. If you've been following me for a while or if you know me personally, you know that all three of my girls skateboard, and I only have daughters. Their dad skateboards, and we have a four-foot-high skate ramp that we built in our tiny backyard. It takes about half the space of our backyard. And I also wrote an article at the end of last year that was entitled, Nine Reasons Why You Should Encourage Your Daughter to Skateboard. So if you Google that, you can check out that article. But I want to let you know a little secret about me. I actually can't even personally stand on a skateboard without having one of my daughters hold me up as I hold onto her shoulder. In fact, there are a lot of things that I can't do or, well, that I choose not to do physically. And in many ways, my youngest daughter, my 11-year-old, is my mini-me. If I left her to be on her own, she may not try many of the activities that she's tried over the years. I often joke that if I had been raised by her dad, my life would be different now. And although I'm the one working as a parent coach now, I have to say that I've learned a lot about raising girls from my girls themselves and from their dad. Research shows that, just as Caroline Paul mentioned in her TED Talk, that parents typically encourage their boys to take more risks and they encourage their girls to be more careful. In our family, we will never know if things would have been different had we had a son, but our girls have been encouraged in their own time to take physical risks. But so back to my youngest. It's interesting that this week's podcast had already been planned by me to include this topic. And I want to share something that both embarrasses me as a parent, and especially as a parent coach, and makes me proud at the same time. So my girls love to do summer camps, but this year I just couldn't find one that fit their schedule. So finally, this past weekend, I stumbled upon a skateboarding summer day camp. And excitedly, their dad and I told the girls, one of my 13-year-old twins is excited, while one is just happy, she'll have fun. However, my 11-year-old, she kind of immediately burst out into tears. And it came as a complete shock to me because she does skateboard. When she does skateboard, she likes skateboarding. And I tried explaining to her that they wouldn't make her do anything she didn't want to do. So I thought maybe she thought maybe it would be too hard for her if it's a full-on skateboarding camp. But even after saying that, the tears from her kept going. And this happened before breakfast, and I didn't really know what else to say. I told her she should still go and check it out, but on the inside I knew I wasn't going to force her to do something like joining a skateboarding camp that meets for a few hours a day if she was absolutely terrified of doing so. But a while later, after brushing her teeth upstairs, she came downstairs with a sort of a pleased look on her face. And of course I was confused, 
But I asked her if she was okay. And well, I want to remind you of two things that I mentioned earlier. First, a suggestion put forth by Caroline Paul was to encourage girls to do things like climb trees or participate in risky behavior. And the key word there is encourage. And another thing that I mentioned personally a minute ago was in their own time. In other words, we try to provide our kids with opportunities to take healthy risks, but it does little good to force them to do so. So, of course, that's not what this is about. I would never force them to do an activity that they weren't personally comfortable with. So when I asked my 11-year-old if she was okay, she asked me something. She said, Mama, because she calls me Mama, (laughs) I'm not sure why. Mama, remember when I used to be scared of the rain? Yes, (laughs) y'all. My daughter was scared of the rain. And I'm not talking about sounds of thunder, the sights of lightning. I'm talking rain. She was terrified of the possibility of flooding. And granted, in her defense, we did live in a place where heavy rain would come suddenly and there was an actual chance of sudden flash floods happening. So that meant if we were in the car during a big rain, I'd have to hold her hand while she sat shivering in her little car seat until we got home. So after she reminded me of her rain, we shared a chuckle about how she was equally afraid of learning how to swim and just how much gear she had, she'd have to put on just so she would step into the pool. And when I say gear, I mean she had a floaty swimsuit that had the floaties inserted into the suit itself. And then she'd have to have one of those little round tubes that she would put around her belly to hold on. And then she would step in and then still hold on to one of our necks while she stood in the pool. And that was her, her version of being in the pool and swimming. So anyway, you see, she wasn't born fearless. You often hear of kids, you know, they're just, she's so fearless. That kid is so fearless. She wasn't born fearless. But I want to also remind you of one other thing that I mentioned earlier. I want to repeat again what Paul said in her TED Talk. Bravery is learned. And like anything learned, it just needs to be practiced. So one more time, bravery is learned and it just needs to be practiced. So she wasn't born fearless, but she was born willing to practice things. And these days, she and I can enjoy sitting out by a window watching the rain together. We can grab a cup of hot cocoa and really and literally enjoy it. And she loves to swim. And she even surfs small waves now. And she has been for a few years. And she says that she wants to try the skateboard camp to see what they can teach her. She's still scared, but she's also okay with stepping out of her comfort zone because she's done it in the past. And she trusts herself. She trusts that she will know how far she can push herself. She also knows that it won't be easy but she's okay with getting back up again when she falls down. And we talked about her surfing. She's okay with surfing small waves. And it was scary for her at first. But she knows how far she can go. She trusts herself. And hopefully that physical resilience that she's developing, that physical resilience will translate into a lifelong skill 
so that failure isn't something that, sh that will keep her down. When she falls off a skateboard, she gets right back up. When she falls off her surfboard, she can get right back up. So what can you do to encourage your daughter to be brave and more resilient? I hope you can take away this. Encourage adventure and risky play. Provide opportunities for her to participate in activities. Help her find her own courage to do so. And support her in moving beyond her comfort zone. And if you haven't already, listen to Caroline Paul's TED Talk. And it's, again, it's called To Teach Girls Bravery and Courage Adventure. And remember, bravery can be learned. You can practice bravery. Your daughter doesn't need to be born fearless, but there are so many opportunities that you can provide for her that will give her opportunities to practice being brave, which will develop resiliency. So I hope you can join me in my next podcast, The Danger of a Single Story. And I hope you enjoyed this podcast where we talked about teaching girls bravery by encouraging adventure. If you know of a mom and a daughter, a girl, who would enjoy this podcast as well, please take the chance to forward it to them. And join me for next week and subscribe to my podcast on iTunes. But until then, be brave. And by the way, like last week, if you have examples of your daughter being brave or even examples of you being brave and discussing it with her, examples of her stepping out of her comfort zone, examples of opportunities that you've been providing for her to participate in activities that develop her courage and resiliency, I'd love to hear it. Send me an email to parentcoachangie at gmail.com or share your story with me on my Facebook page. You can find me on Facebook at Empowered Parents Empowering Daughters. But thank you for joining me for episode number three and join me for episode number four next week. Until then, I'll say it again, be brave. Thanks. <music>